Good morning, stock fam. It is Tuesday, June 11th. Welcome to the Behind the Bid Show. My name is Jake. I will be your host today, and we are going to talk stocks, 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 stocks this morning. I put together a show for you. It's kind of a light news day, but we do have a few stocks that are gapping around. We're going to talk about what is going on with those guys. So for the show I have for you today, we're going to kick it off with Beyond Meat, and we have some speculation coming out in Grubhub a run-up in Tesla, and some news in Broadcom. And then we're going to take a short break. And after the break, we're going to talk about three penny stocks that are moving really uh, wide, really widely in the pre-market. Uh, Sima Bay is down 50%. Nova Bay is, uh, and, and uh, Nova Bay was the stock that went up 800%, 800% yesterday. So we're going to talk about what happened there. And let's just get straight to it. So remember, this show is entertainment only, not investment advice, and not guaranteed to be factually correct, although I do try to check my facts. So want to uh, first promote tradeoftheweek.net. Tradeoftheweek.net is this new project which I've launched. You can go to tradeoftheweek.net and you can see trading recaps from traders, other traders. It's a great place to come and talk strategy. You can upvote videos and submit your own video uh, for tradeoftheweek.net. All right, so on the earnings front, we have a few companies reporting earnings. We have HD Supply Holdings, H&R Block, Ascenta Retail Group, Casey's General Stores, The Love Sack, and Chico Foss. So the retailers there are Ascenta Retail Group and Chico Foss, Casey General Stores, and then H&R Block uh, is reporting today. So let's kick it off with Beyond Meat, ticker BYND. Beyond Meat is gapping down here in the pre-market ticker BYND, but gapping down about 10% after this huge run. This is an, a recent IPO. We IPO'd and we are up over 300% from the IPO price. So Beyond Meat, of course, the maker of um, vegetable-based meat. The news today is JP Morgan came out with a downgrade for this stock. JP Morgan says it's be beyond our price target. So basically saying, look, it already, actually the it has surged 600% from its initial price, initial offering price. So the, the JP Morgan downgrading this on valuation. Also, like a lot of people talking about how much it costs to borrow Beyond Meat. So um, this is an article from MarketWatch saying that it costs actually 134% an annualized to borrow Beyond Meat. And so this is a really unusual. This is a tweet from Long Short Value saying, this is almost a reckless move by JP Morgan, going to suck in a lot more shorts this morning. Morning, Float is still low, borrow rate is 170%, ARBs be ARBIN today. So of course, beyond me, this stock has up so much from its IPO price, reminding a lot of people of Tilray. This is a treat, tweet from Long Short Value saying, the dynamics at play in Beyond Meat are nearly the same as was in play in Tilray. Low float, ETF adoption, new market buzz, earnings slight beat, Short borrow expensive and unable to find. Quants chopping added higher because of borrow. I'd really be surprised if we don't see a similar outcome. Of course, Tilray, famously, ticker TLRY. Tilray, we IPO'd here at $14. Uh, this was last year. We IPO'd at $14 and ran to $300 on this massive short squeeze. This is a tweet from Trader Texmex saying, borrow rate, borrow rate for beyond short is 600% annualized real chance of a Tilray 2.0 move in the coming days slash weeks now. 
So I think today this will certainly be in the spotlight. Will people be buying the dip in Beyond Meat? Will it continue higher to $300? Remember, this show is entertainment only, not investment advice. All right, let's move to Grubhub. So Amazon is actually shutting down Amazon restaurants business in the USA. So Amazon restaurants was kind of like a, a meal delivery service. Now they they just reported they're shutting it down. And uh, last, we know that Amazon had also made a big investment in Deliveroo, which is a UK-based delivery company. Now, this is affecting Grubhub. Uh, Hedgeye last week came out and said, hey, Hedgeye is an analyst who said, hey, we think that Amazon could likely buy Grubhub. And so the fact that Amazon is actually dropping its own delivery service today is impacting Grubhub. Grubhub gapping up here about 2% on that speculation. Tesla has been running of recent ticker TSLA. Tesla, of course, touched down here to $176, kind of crashing to $176 before recovering. Now we're trading at about $220 and trading into this today at the end of the day at about 5, uh, 5.30 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to have the Tesla's annual meeting. And so there, there's a lot of things. This is the annual shareholder meeting. They're going to be uh, voting to reelect board members. They're going to have, um, they're going to talk about their stock, um, their, their equity incentive plan. There's a few things on the docket for the Tesla annual shareholder meeting, uh, but nothing really too exciting. Just a lot of kind of like business at usual. In other news, Intel is buying Barefoot Networks to compete against Broadcom. So Intel certainly gapping up on this news. Now, we don't know how much Intel is paying for Barefoot Networks, ticker INTC, but we are gapping up in response to this. Barefoot Networks is a provider of um, designs and produces programmable network switch silicon systems and software. And so um, that is affecting that. Also, kind of separately, Broadcom, uh, after the bill yesterday, they announced a deal with Apple. So this is certainly good news. Under the agreement, Broadcom will provide radio frequency, front-end components, and modules for a variety of Apple products, including, including smartphones. So this is affecting Broadcom, ticker AVGO. We're gapping up here about 5% in Broadcom. This is also affecting kind of all of the known Apple suppliers. So that's Broadcom, that's Skyworks, ticker SWKS, gapping up here 5%. And, um, and yeah. All right. My pleasure to be here with you guys. Please remember to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and if you're listening to this in podcast form, please do leave a review. That really helps with the show. Now let's move it over to Simabay, ticker C-B-A-Y. Simabay is gapping down here in the pre-market. We're gapping down a ton. We're gapping down about 41%. Now Simabay is a biotech. This is a biotech that has a drug uh, for a few different indications. So here's the website, Simabay, you can see. I have some pretty pictures here of people living their best lives, walking through vineyards and whatnot. Now, Simabay has one major drug. It's called uh, Celadelpar, and Celadelpar is what's known as a 
PPAR agonist. Now, there are certain types of drugs that are called PPAR agonists. This stands for parazoxone proliferator activated receptor. But this PPAR um, agonist is a certain type of drug that many di different types of companies are trying to use for different indications. Now, today we got news. You can see on their website that for this drug, they have three different indications that they're looking to treat. The one we're going to talk about today is non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, or NASH, also known as fatty liver disease. And so what happened today is they came out with their, their phase two study. The results were disappointing. The drug did not do well compared to placebo. And this is affecting a lot of different stocks over our market. So different other public companies have drugs for NASH. Other public companies have other PPAR drugs. So a lot of different things are getting affected by this news. So Simabay is down 40% in our pre-market. This is a tweet from Jay Abacus saying, another NASH drug bites the dust, more value for Madrigal and Viking Therapeutics, also more likely to a uh, big partner deal in the future. So this is affecting Viking Therapeutics, ticker VKTX. We're gapping up here about 8% on this news. Madrigal, ticker MDGL, gapping up just a touch 4%. Um, on this. Now, this is Sai Investing saying that he imagines other PPAR drugs will be down too. Most notably, there's a company called GNFT. This is GenFit, GenFit ticker GNFT. This is down about 13% because it uses the same mechanism. And you can see GenFit ticker GNFT. We, this is a recent, uh, this recently got listed. Uh, this is a tweet from GC Bioinvest talking about Simabay and really defending Simabay. Simabay is down 40%. This analyst is defending it, saying, hey, you know, there are other drugs that they have in their pipeline. And it says here, it highlights this portion, you would have to believe that Cbay has zero Nash program for the price to be at $10. And we would think you are 100% wrong. So these guys calling this a big overreaction and asking buyers to step in. Also kind of interesting, I saw this, uh, this was yesterday, Stephen Cohen uh, actually released a 13, uh, 13G saying that he owned a 6.6% stake in Simabay, of course, Stephen Cohen um, of SAP Capital. All right, let's cover Achieve Life Sciences, ticker ACHV. Achieve Life Sciences is gapping flat here, but this is getting a lot of talk on Twitter. So Achieve Life Sciences is a biotech. They have a drug for smoking cessation. This drug is called Cetisacline. And so this is a drug that they have been launching studies for. And uh, every few days they'll have a, a press release or every few months they'll have a press release about this drug and about smoking cessation. So today, the press release says that they announced a statistically significant improvement in quit rates for simplified sinistokine dosing schedule in their phase 2b. This is getting a lot of attention on Twitter. So here's Julius Airy saying, ACHV results so much better than I expected. Well done to all. Simplified dosing was the protocol requested by the FDA, and it seems to have hit nearly all endpoints. She continues, Despite the fact that I am really, really not impressed with management decisions prior to this readout, this is potentially a huge 
drug. Chantix is $1 billion drug. I also think vaping is now contributing to a lot of additional addictions. Have to admit this has potential. Now, for me, personally, Achieve Life Sciences, this I don't follow this company super closely, but every time this company seems to release a positive PR about their smoking cessation drug, the stock generally gaps up and fades. So will today be different? I don't know, but you can certainly see here, even from the yearly chart, every single pop has been a fade, and I don't know if today will be any different. Finally, I want to cover Nova Bay. This is the drug, this is the company that ran 800% yesterday, 800%, such a very, that doesn't really happen all that often that a stock runs 800%, 100%, 200%, yes, 800%, man, and we're gapping up another 50%. So I wanted to cover what is this company. So Nova Bay is a uh, company, it's a biotech that has uh, one major drug, this is called Avanova. And Avanova is this hydrochloric acid you use in your eye to get eye debris out. So this is the this is the website of Avanova. It says the number one prescribed lid and lash spray. And the reason you would use Avanova is, let's see, here we go. Uh, Avanova is designed for the removal of foreign material, including microorganisms and debris on or around the eyelid margin that may be due to dry eye artists or some other conditions. So the news yesterday is that they uh, said that you no longer need a prescription to buy this drug and they're putting it for sale on Amazon. And so uh, yesterday, just a lot of people on Twitter were talking about how ridiculous this news was saying, oh man, just because they put it on Amazon, the stock is up 100%. Just because they put it on Amazon, the stock is up 200%. Really getting short into this, this is a tweet from Epica Capital saying, NBY, this is not just a pig, but an extra special kind of trash. And the news is so totally nothing, chasers so sick. So man, a lot of people tried to get in front of this train yesterday on the short side and got absolutely run over. So the question is, are they wrong? And does this company have a future? So now the company is valued at about $90 million market cap. Yesterday it was valued, or two days ago, it was valued for pretty much bankruptcy, but now valued at about $90 million. So now with this product on the market, will this company turn around? Hard to say. The company makes about $10 million in revenue a year, and that revenue was declining quite a bit. But now that they have this on Amazon, I think the question is, uh, will can we turn this company around so not sure on that but certainly people will be looking to trade this stock today all right that is the show for today hope you guys enjoyed it remember i'm here every single day 8 20 a.m eastern time make sure you check out tradeoftheweek.net i'd love to see you guys post your best trades of the week on tradeoftheweek.net and we can start a discussion about trading and trading strategies Hope to see you guys tomorrow.